Greetings, friends. Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean. Website is scriptureandprophecy.com, and that's where you go to find the archives. That's where you go to support this mission of truth. Well, we're continuing our study in Psalm 119. We're going to do the next four sections today. So we're looking at section Vav, Zion. Nope, that was last week. We're looking at Tet, Kaf, Lamed, and Mem. And uh, so they're, like I mentioned in the very first episode, they're broken up into eight verses per section. And most of your Bible should break this down uh, fairly well. Mine does, um, but some may not so much. But the whole thing, it's about loving God's ways, loving his paths, loving his precepts, loving his commandments, loving his law. It's about understanding that his way is the best way. And in addition to that, we have started the book of Ecclesiastes, which demonstrates and continually talks about, we're ready for chapter 2 and that, continually talks about the fact that pleasure, going your own way, chasing the things of the world, ultimately leads to emptiness. And so it's beautiful that we're doing these at the same time, that it worked out that way. So you've got God's law, how precious it is, how his ways are so precious, and how the ways of the world are empty. And so that is what is on the agenda for this morning. My prayer is that these words would go forth, pierce hearts, and cause you to draw closer to him. So with that backdrop, open up your hearts, and let's see what the word of God has to say for us this morning. We'll be starting with verse 65, Psalm 119, King James Bible. Let's begin. Thou has dealt well with thy servant, O Lord, according unto thy word. Teach me good judgment and knowledge, for I have believed thy commandment. Before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now have I kept thy word. Thou art good and dost good. Teach me thy statutes. The proud have forged a lie against me, but I will keep thy precepts with my whole heart. Their heart is fat as grease, but I delight in thy law. It is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I might learn thy statutes. The law of my mouth is better. The law of thy mouth is better unto me than thousands of gold and silver. Please note, in this section here, the psalmist is showing gratitude for correction. Like he's went astray, he's been corrected, he's grateful. Such is the case, I would assume, with all of us. We all remember the time, right, that we really came to faith. Most of us, many of us, I should say, We came to faith through crisis. It was certainly true for my life. Would I want to experience that pain and suffering again? No. Was it worth it to come to know the one true God? Absolutely. 
That's what the psalmist is getting at. He says, before I was afflicted, I went astray. But now I have kept thy word. And in verse 71, he says, it is good for me that I have been afflicted. That I might learn thy statutes. Continuing on, verse 73. Thy hands have made me and fashioned me. Give me understanding that I might learn thy commandments. They that fear thee will be glad when they see me because I have hoped in thy word. I know, O Lord, that thy judgments are right, that thou in faithfulness has afflicted me. Let, I pray thee, thy mercifully merciful kindness be for my comfort according to thy word unto thy servant. Let thy tender mercies come unto me that I may live for thy law is my delight. Let the proud be ashamed for they dealt perversely with me without a cause but I will meditate on thy precepts. Let those that fear thee turn unto me and those that have known my testimonies. Let my heart be sound in thy statutes, that I may be not ashamed. My soul fainteth for thy salvation, but I hope in thy word. My eyes fail for thy word, saying, When will thou comfort me? For I am become like a bottle in the smoke, Yet I do not forget thy statutes. How many are the days of thy servant? When wilt thou execute judgment on them that persecute me? The proud have digged pits for me, which are not after thy law. All thy commandments are faithful. They persecute me wrongfully. Help thou me. They had almost consumed me upon the earth, but I forsook not thy precepts. Quicken me after thy loving kindness, so shall I keep thy testimonies of thy mouth. Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. Thy faithfulness is in all generations. Thou hast established the earth, and it abideth. They continue this day according to thy ordinances, for all are thy servants. Unless thy law had been my delights, I should have then perished in mine afflictions. I will never forget thy precepts, for with them thou hast quickened me. I am thine, save me, for I have sought thy precepts. The wicked have waited for me to destroy me, but I will consider thy testimonies. I have seen an end of all perfections, but thy commandment is exceeding broad. Oh, how I love thy law. It is my meditation all the day. Thou through thy commandments hast made me wiser than my enemies for they are ever with me. I have more understanding than all my teachers, for thy testimonies are my meditation. 
I understand more than the ancients because I keep thy precepts. I have refrained my feet from every evil way that I might keep thy word. I have not departed from the judgments for thou hast taught me. How sweet are thy words unto my taste, yea, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Through thy precepts I get understanding. Therefore, I hate every false way. And that, my friends, is our study in one Psalm 119 today. So powerful. I really love the mem section that we read last, which is 97 through 104. He's like, I know more than my teachers because I actually do what you say. I actually, I actually live out your word. Furthermore, I meditate on your law all the day. What's he getting at? He's saying that the priority in my life, the thing that I spend the most of my time thinking about is God's word. I'm, he's, he says, because of my knowledge of your word, I'm wiser than my enemies. People think that this is just instructions and there's, there's so much power to God's word. And when you get it in your heart, because you have the ultimate truth, you're not easily um, deceived. You have wisdom beyond anything anyone can learn in a university. You have God's truth, God's wisdom, God's instructions for life that puts you at an advantage over everyone else. I believe that's what the psalmist is getting at in that section. All right. Let's go to Ecclesiastes. A little more somber, but it's similar truth. It's the reminder that you can chase after all the, the pleasures of this world. And while they're pleasurable and maybe fun in the moment, they lead to emptiness and destruction. Let's have a look. Ecclesiastes chapter 2. I said in my heart, Go to now, I will prove thee with myrrh, before enjoy pleasure, and before this also is vanity. I said in laughter, It is mad and of mirth. What doeth it? I sought in my heart to give myself unto wine, it acquainting my heart with wisdom, and to lay hold on folly till I might see what was that good for the sons of men, which they should do under heaven all the days of their life. I made me great works, and I builded me houses, and I planted me vineyards. I made me gardens and orchards, and I planted trees in them of all kinds of fruits. I made me pools of water to water therewith the wood that bringeth forth trees. I got me servants and maidens and had servants born in my house. Also I had great possessions of great and small cattle above all that were in Jerusalem before me. 
I gathered to me also silver and gold and peculiar treasures of kings and of provinces. I got me men singers and women singers and the delights of the sons of men as musical instruments and that of all sorts. So I was great and I increased more than all that were before me in Jerusalem. Also my wisdom remained with me. Whatsoever my eyes desired, I kept not from them. I withheld my, not my heart from any joy, for my heart rejoiced in all my labor, and this was my portion of all my labor. Then I looked on all the works that my hands had wrought, and on the labor that I had labored to do, and behold, all was vanity and vexation of spirit, and it was no profit under the sun." So please note this first section. Verse 11 verses. Solomon saying, look, I gather to myself everything there is. Servants, vineyards, fruit, wine. I built everything that you could possibly build. I had access to all that I had, that you could possibly have access to. Here's what I discovered. It's all worthless. It's all vexation of spirit. Continuing on, verse 12. I turned to myself to behold wisdom and madness and folly, for what can the man do that cometh after the king, even that which hath already been done? Then I saw that wisdom excelleth folly, as far as light excelleth darkness. The wise man's eyes are in his head, but the fool walketh in darkness. And I myself perceived also that one event happeneth to them all. Then I said in my heart, as it happeneth to a fool, so it happeneth to me. And why was I then more wise? Then I said in my heart, that is also vanity. Please note, he's, he's like, so? Now I, I took note of the fact that I have all this wisdom, but then here's what I realized. Things happen to the fool and they happen to the wise. Like uh, the same garbage that the fool has to deal with in his life, I was having to deal with in my own life. So then what profit is there for me to be so wise? <laughs> Continuing on. For there is no remembrance of the wise more than of a fool forever seeing that that which now is in the days to come shall all be forgotten, and how doth dieth the wise man as the fool. Therefore I hated life, because the work that is wrought under the sun is grievous unto me, for all is vanity and vexation of spirit. Yea, I hated all my labor which I had taken under the sun, because I should leave it unto the man that shall be after me. And who knoweth whatever... He shall be a wise man or a fool, yet he shall have rule over my labor, wherein I have labored, and wherein I have showed myself wise unto the sun. This is also vanity. So what he's saying is, I started to think to myself, what's the point of all this stuff I've built? I'm going to die, and it's going to end up in somebody else's possession anyway. Furthermore, the person that ends up possessing it might be a wise person, but they might be a fool. So it's all worthless. Verse 20, therefore I went about to cause my heart to despair of all the labor which I had taken under the sun. For there is a man whose labor is in wisdom and in knowledge and in equity, yet 
to a man that hath not labored therein, shall he leave it for his portion? This is also vanity and a great evil. For what hath a man of all his labor, and a vexation of his heart, wherein he hath labored under the sun, for all this day are sorrows, and his travel, travail, grief, yea, his heart taketh not rest in the night. This is also vanity. There is nothing better for a man than that he should eat and drink, and that he should make his soul enjoy good in his labor. This also I saw that it was from the hand of God. For who can eat, or who else can hasten hereto more than I? For God giveth to a man that is good in his sight wisdom and knowledge and joy, but to the sinner he giveth travail, to gather, to heap up, that he may give to him that is good before God. This is also vanity and vexation of spirit. Well, there you have it, my friends. There is our wisdom and encouragement for today. Just further reminder, again, chasing the things and the pleasures of this world will only lead to disappointment. You'll look back on it and you'll say, it was all for nothing. But chasing the things of God there's where true joy and fulfillment can be found. Being zealous about the things of the Lord. Being zealous about the work of the kingdom. Being zealous to walk in his ways. This is the, this is the right way. I pray that you've been blessed this morning. Thank you for listening. Thank you for continuing to support the podcast through Patreon. Uh, those of you who do that, I'm extremely grateful. Thank you to those of you who continue to listen and to pray for me. It's far beyond what I deserve. That's all I have for you this morning. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.